prescription and non-prescription sunglasses with lens crafted for your lifestyle. Stop by iCare of the Bighorns located behind Subway on Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan and online at iCareofTheBighorns.com. Hey friends, your chance to enter the Sheridan Startup Challenge and compete for a share of $100,000 is here. But the September 18th deadline is rapidly approaching. Jessica Madden here from Impact 307, and we are welcoming submission of new business, product, or service ideas in Sheridan and Johnson Counties. Entering is free, confidential, and asks just seven basic questions about your idea. Just go to impact307.org, click on Startup Challenges, and enter today. You owe it to yourself to not let this opportunity pass you by. Sheridan County School District number two is hiring a school nurse at Henry A. Coffeen Elementary. This position offers free medical and dental insurance and will get school holidays and summers off. Candidates must hold a current Wyoming registered nurse license and work Monday through Friday, 7.45 a.m. to 2.45 p.m. with a starting salary of $27,000 to $33,000 depending on experience. The district is also hiring full-time custodians and part-time cooks helpers. Learn more online at scsd2.com. Jim Markle Sr. doesn't talk about his time in Vietnam, but he's carried it with him ever since. It wasn't until 1980, five years after the end of the Vietnam War, that the condition post-traumatic stress disorder was even identified. One minute we're in combat, next minute we're back home. It was just too much. The Wild Film Festival presents Return, a story that documents a father-son trip to Vietnam to hopefully gain an understanding of events that ultimately shape their relationship. He brought something back from Vietnam. He's carried it with him for 40 plus years now, and I think he's gonna leave it behind. I hope he can. Return, just one of the films at this year's Y.O. Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st. I also like to see what happened to those units who were left behind. We were supposed to pull a lot of people out of Vietnam, and we just left and abandoned See the full lineup and get your tickets at yofilmfest.org. Ladies, you know that one thing you've been dying to try but don't know how to get started? Well, I'm here to help. This is Candace Crane, General Manager at Sheridan Honda Power Sports, and I'd like to invite you to check out my podcast, I Want to Do That, Women Helping Women Explore the Outdoors. This episode, I chatted with motorcycle enthusiast Kate Marr about her transition from riding on-road to off-road and why the challenge of learning dirt bike riding was one of her proudest accomplishments. I Want to Do That is sponsored by Can-Am and will be available wherever you get your podcast. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Potter River Basin Trout Unlimited will be receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning I'm joined by Jill Benson, the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts. Good morning, Jill, and welcome back to the show. Thanks so much, Floyd. Now, uh, how's the summer been down at Sage? Comings, goings, sales? 
We've been having a wonderful summer. Really? We've been very fortunate with all the stuff that's going on. Um, we've been seeing great traffic and great sales so far. So we are actually very fortunate and very lucky to see everything that's going on. We've, um, I think just with the, we've had a, this, the season has felt really great, but also just that, uh, energy of trying to get people to stay coming downtown, having stuff, knowing yeah. that the sidewalks are open, um, and knowing that we're all together trying to keep business going as we have the, the construction stuff going on. We haven't seen too much of an issue with that yet. So we've um, just had a really, really good summer. And I think everyone who's been coming in is still really excited to see the art sales and what the, the community were, were doing. We've seen a lot of new people coming in, oh, great. which has been really exciting to, to get to explain not, even, not only people who are new to Sage that are from Sheridan, but a lot of um, tourist traffic too coming through, polo people coming in. Um, and it's always so fun to get to explain who we are, what we're doing, what our mission is, how we're working to inspire and build a community with the visual arts. And I think um, when people first look at Sheridan, they always expect how saturated we are with the arts and how well we all work together, mm -hmm. too, which I think is just the most beautiful thing. And so that we all get to share the stories and like, oh, have you been out to the Britain or have you heard of U-Cross? And that we all get to share that. It's like, oh, yeah, we, we worked with that. And so we, we get to share the wealth with them. And I feel like this summer we've really been able to feel that really well. And, you know, that's one of the great things about Sheridan. You could spend days going through all the museums oh yeah uh and if you know each museum curator or or director is kind of directing uh patrons to other museums i mean this could be a whole tour in and of itself go Completely. from one museum to the other and and just have a really good time experiencing the culture and the arts of sheridan yeah. which i think is fantastic yeah the so, arts destination of wyoming <laughs> absolutely absolutely i think that you know if if uh, i i don't know if we've ever been keyed that but i would love it if that was before our name you know oh, what i mean it'd be so great right wouldn't it be fantastic feeling that and that's like where we want to see the trajectory go <laughs> and in, in anecdotally would you say that it's been more residents or more tourists this summer uh i i do feel that it's been kind of a split really um, yeah we've we've got to be able to see uh a lot of our residents coming out uh trying to feed in and keep that energy of the downtown alive because it's such a vibrant part of Sheridan. They understand the importance that it is. But we've also been doing really well with still keeping tourists coming in and not being scared to go downtown yeah. with some of the, the construction and um, different things going on. So there's been so many events this summer, which has been great to see. So we have such a diverse group of tourists coming in too, if they're from Polo, if they're from the arts, or if they're just traveling through to Yellowstone stone or whatnot we get to see such a mix and when they come into sage or we get to you know share them with the Britain or whatnot it's really cool to, for them to get to see what we we have here and be able to and then also for us to gain the knowledge from them of what they share of what, what they have in their community yeah. how their community arts <clears throat> are going or um some that are always 
kind of fun to see to show how good we're doing here as an arts destination is when they say, oh, we're from this bigger city or we're from this place that seems similar. We just haven't been able to get the arts going the same way that you guys are and that we can be this education for them of how we work together, how we collaborate, how we're able to take the arts and put it into the public sector is really, really fun and such a great uh, boon, I think, for Sheridan. Absolutely. And, and you know, that is one thing that I always I noticed uh, my first trip to Sheridan years and years ago uh, just being able to walk around and and see you know the various art on the streets mm-hmm. what really kind of took me by surprise because you know you think Sheridan that's cowboy territory right. you know? <laughs> exactly. it's, it, you know but it, it's it's a mix and and mm-hmm. that's the beautiful part of it yes it's cowboy territory it's cultured cowboy territory. It very much is, yes. (laughs) Now, when it comes to the construction downtown with the extension of what they're doing, how, if at all, is that affecting Sage Community Arts? I will probably say that Sage is doing really, really well with that because we had that great opportunity to partner with YDOT, with our Sage artists and the local businesses to do the fence art. Yeah. And I think that was has been such an amazing project because it shows how with a project, with something that's coming in that's disrupting our pattern, some of the, the daily work, we can all come together and say, yes, we have to go with this, but look how we can improve it. Look how we can step forward, work together and take something we're not all maybe happy about but make it great, make it a new platform for us to thrive for. And it has been so fun to listen to all the community members and tourists coming through like, this is cool, Like we don't have this, we've been to this big city, they couldn't get that together. This is really fun, we're like excited to go downtown and find these pieces and then it reminds them that the sidewalks are open and then they can go into the businesses. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really hoping that it's been able to help our business downtown business partners because they've been so uh, key in helping support Sage, too. So this is a way we wanted to help partner with them and thank them for everything that they do to keep us a thriving, wonderful downtown. And so uh, I really hope to keep more projects like that going because, again, it was so crucial in showing that we are a community art organization that is here to... Um, make us a thriving community through the visual arts yeah yeah so i've um i will be happy to have be able to cross main street again on <laughs> certain places <laughs> right, but right. we're all getting our steps in for sure <laughs> absolutely yeah get, having to take those alternate routes right yeah. now recently the sheridan arts council held a month long celebrate the arts this year was the shift a positive thing for the arts community from your perspective and if so how I think it was a different shift. So um, there was positives and negatives of it being shifted different. Um, In the past, having a concentrated weekend, it was was fun to be able to do some back-to-back stuff. And I think some of the ideas that we wanted to do would have been more cohesive with a concentrated weekend. But this year, being able to spread it out, it felt like there was... um, we had a little more flexibility on what worked best for each organization on the weekends. When it comes to timing that. and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So some of that was really positive, but I do think a little bit of it um, 
when you get to concentrate something so much, you really get to say it's like uh, having that just that concentration of celebrate the arts. This is what we're doing. Look how we have mm-hmm. focused our energies to in this this time frame, be able to work together and how we can kind of shift everyone. And if we're looking at being that arts destination, a single time frame is a little easier to target that as like this is where we want to drive people to yeah. to come so i think the shift this year doing more of the month long was um more of uh spoke to our residents more so there was something every week every weekend for the residents to be able to it's like oh we we're here we live here we can go do this if you're traveling in you would end up picking one or the other over just because of schedule. So I think the, depending on how we want to go with it, it's who, who is our target audience? Who are we looking to, to have our Celebrate the Arts focus, focused on? Are we trying to grow it as a tourist destination or once again highlight the concentration that we are an arts place for our residents? So. You know, it's positive both ways, so it's just kind of where we're where we're looking. But it was fun to try. It's always yeah. fun to try something different. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can totally understand where you're coming from. If I was visiting from out of town during the Celebrate the Arts weekend, or even if it's just three, four days, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I can hit everything while I'm here. Yeah. This is amazing, you know. Uh, but at the same time, as a resident, I'm busy. I'm doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't hit everything this weekend. I've got, you know, Johnny's got soccer or whatever else. <laughs> and so I end up having to miss that. So I can I can see exactly what we're talking about. It depends on who your target yeah. really is as to how you're going to how you're going to shoot that. Now, before I get off on too many tangents, <laughs> tell me about Tributary Symposium for the Arts this year. Oh, so this is going to be such an amazing day. We're we are calling it a conference, but it's really to be this day where you get to dive into discussions with art and art experts uh, within their field of expertise. So we will be on October 6th. We're hosting with our amazing partners at the Sheridan Inn. It's going to you just get a beautiful setting anyway. But starting at 9 in the morning and going till it will wrap up by 5.30 in the a- afternoon, um, you just get to hear so many different aspects of the art world. Yes, a lot of them are probably tailored a little more to the artist, but what we're hoping with our presenters is that they will be able to speak not just from the artist's side, but how the art appreciator, the art lover, can understand the artist's side. So that we're this conference and symposium is supposed to be for both sides, for the art world, not just technical stuff for the artist, but also to give a better understanding for how an artist has to promote their work, how they yeah. have to, what their struggles are. But on the flip side, some of this stuff will also be how the artist can then understand who their patrons are to better uh, engage with their community and their um, audience that they're selling to and understand that, oh, if I present myself this way, that's turning them off. Or if I am pro- professional and have it set up ready this way Uh, we have a great one um, gallery management of how you approach a gallery but that'll be for both sides how do you get your work ready to come to a gallery to be able to present to see if they would actually show you but then also for the um, patrons how do you go there and start to even look 
at the art? How do you start to become a collector? How do you not get overwhelmed by the exactly. amount? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so we were, we are really trying to have both sides be able to to speak to that and big ambition for uh, each presenter we'll just have about 45 minutes with some q a but one of the groups i'm so excited for is our taking the plunge becoming a full-time artist this is a four-person panel and our mediator is laura lee hand and our full-time artists that are going to be talking will be our keynote speaker tim lawson with aaron waddell stefan mullins and sonia kaywood and they are such amazing artists, but they come from such different ways of how they've become full-time artists and currently how they function as full-time artists. And so to get their perspective, I think is gonna speak amazing to both sides of the art community and everyone in between of how do I become a full-time artist? And then as the patron, now I see the different routes and the different ways an artist struggles and has worked and has driven to become a full-time artist and how I can relate better to them, how I can support them, or how I can also, you know, educate them to be able to work with me as a patron to support them as yeah. a full-time artist. And I think that's that's great because, you know, as as someone who's married to an artist, <laughs> to be able to sit and, and understand there's multiple roads oh, yeah. to get to Rome. Right. Yep. And and we can all sometimes it's a dirt road, you know, sometimes it's paved uh, it, and, and understand those struggles. And when you build that and you identify with somebody else's struggles or you just look at them, and you're like, I'm going through the same thing, man. And yes. you you overcame that. How the heck do I overcome it and get where you're at? That can can really change a career. So I think that's mm -hmm. fantastic. Now, when it comes to uh tickets what do i need to do if you just go to right on our website artandsheridan.com i have a almost comically large button right at the top that says tributary symposium for the arts you click that takes you right to the sign up page it's 75 bucks for the full day uh, there'll be some complimentary snacks we're helping coordinate where you can go get lunch too so we have breaks because i believe in being well fed and hydrated so we don't get hangry while listening to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all of the stuff but um yeah and that has a schedule on there of also so you can really look in to see who all of our presenters are uh, and it'll all be housed right at the Sheridan Inn so once you show up you can just stay for the day maybe walk to get lunch or whatnot but uh, it's so wonderfully centrally located and starting at 4 15 is when uh, in the afternoon is when Tim will do his keynote speak and then we'll wrap up with a cocktail hour right there at the Sheridan Inn so oh, it'll just fantastic. be a fantastic day <laughs> and I like that uh, you know it's it's real easy. It's real simple. Big shiny button. Yeah. All you got to do is just jump on there and click that. On that, we're going to have more of Sage Community Arts when we return. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Cheers. Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Potter River Basin Trout Unlimited will be receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. 
First Federal Bank and Trust and Shared Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. You know that old saying that people that live in stone houses shouldn't throw glasses? Well, the same goes for the guy who swears at his floor before because it don't run right. Handos. You heard me. Handos Service Center will take the cussing out of you and your floor before's relationship. Bring that bad boy in and get it tuned up. Fixed up and accessorized so it gets you where you want to go and then back again. Don't bark up the wrong tree. Bark up the right tree. Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Running, falling, standing up again standing up again between july and september 2022 a recording endeavor called the wyo folk project was engineered in hoback wyoming the compilation ultimately became an album of 14 previously unreleased works by 14 of wyoming's celebrated songwriters Crossland, Sarah Sample, Aaron Davis, and many more as they perform the Wyo Folk Project live Thursday, September 21st, 7 p.m. in Sheridan's Wyo Theater. Get your tickets today at the box office or online at wyotheater.com. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join the cause Saturday, September 16th at Whitney Commons for the Sheridan County Out of the Darkness Walk as we walk to fight suicide and raise awareness about mental health. Be part of the movement turning hope into action and create a culture that's smart about mental health. Register for the walk today at AFSP.org slash Sheridan County and walk with us Saturday, September 16th in Whitney Commons Park. Sheridan County School District number two is hiring a school nurse at Henry A. Coffeen Elementary. This position offers free medical and dental insurance and will get school holidays and summers off. Candidates must hold a current Wyoming registered nurse license and work Monday through Friday, 7.45 a.m. to 2.45 p.m. with a starting salary of $27,000 to $33,000 depending on experience. The district is also hiring full-time custodians and part-time cooks helpers. Learn more online at scsd2.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm speaking with the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson. In the first segment, we talked about the upcoming Tributary Symposium for the Arts. Now, one more time, Jill, when is this happening and how do I get tickets, just so we know? It will be happening October 6th. It is a Friday, and um, tickets can be uh, acquired on our website, artinsheridan.com. We were saying there's an obnoxiously large button right at the top. You the big that. shiny button. <laughs> yep. And that'll take you right to the uh, checkout page. It's 75 bucks for the whole day and it's a day you really don't want to miss. It's so full of information and insights to both sides of the art world. And you can really connect with the art world here in Sheridan. You Very know, much you're so. walking in there with like-minded individuals who were thinking the same thing, struggling in the same manner. So, you know, or succeeding uh and, exactly. and you can sit down and have a conversation with them it's 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 going to have great presenters but remember you're also there with the art community and speaking of the art community tell me about the 13th annual national juried show 
I say this probably about so many of my exhibitions, but truly the, the national jury shows are one of my absolute favorite because it gets to grow our art community. It's not just Sheridan, not just Wyoming, but we hit nationwide and it's so cool. So this year, uh, the juried show was juried by the fantastic Robert Martinez and he put together such a great show. So this show uh, will showcase all mediums except for photography because it has its own show at the beginning of the year. Uh, so this year we have 37 different artists showing 42 different pieces of art and the artists are from 15 different states and it's all blind judging so he only sees the image and then whatever artist number's been assigned so he doesn't know names he doesn't know where they're from he just sees the art so this is picked solely on the art and a hurrah to our wyoming and sage artists half of them are sage artist oh that's fantastic it's so cool they're competing nationwide and being top ranked it's so cool um so our it opened last week but our reception is tomorrow night september 14th from 5 30 to 7 30 and they're such a fun one because we get to announce the next level of uh, awards so this is everyone who's made it in a lot of the artists are traveling in for this it's always great to have it in the summer so we have probably 10 to 11 that are traveling either they're already local or they're traveling in. oh wow it's so cool and a great shout out to our partners at best western for helping host all of our <laughs> put our artists up for the evening, which is great. Uh, but we also have best in show, first, second, third, and people's choice. So people's choice voting is still open, once again, on our website, artandsheridan.com, and you hit galleries, and it'll say 13th juried show, and you can vote online for who your favorite is. And that's always such a fun one to see, because that's the people speaking right. of who they love, who they get to see, coupled with what the juror gets to do. He does the other four awards and he'll be here. He's coming into town today actually, but he'll be there at the reception and help talk about how he pulled together the show and like why he ranked everyone that they he did. And there's gonna be a special talk before for just him and the artist to get together. Uh, I love our receptions and they're great. But to be able to speak intimately when we have, you know, 70 to 80 people in the gallery gets to be a little much. A yeah, little, a little yeah, much yeah. In a great way. But so he will get to have a time to just talk with the artists who are in town to have that intimate group of juror and artists only. And that has become such an amazing uh, opportunity for the artist and the juror, too, to get to connect with the artists that he he connected to them through their art now he gets to connect with them right. as people right. which is really really fascinating and wonderful to see and so i really encourage anyone it's always free and open to come to sage and our receptions so we'll have some refreshments by verdello um, who are great partners for us so we would love to see everyone come down and support our show and what time does that start at 5 30 tomorrow 5.30 tomorrow, head on down there. How long will these pieces be in the gallery overall? They will be up until, I believe it's October 9th. Until the 9th. So if we can't make it tomorrow to the reception, yes. we can stop by maybe on a lunch hour or something and walk around and look at this beautiful art um, all the way up until October 9th. Now, uh, just one more question for you, and then i got to let you go. How does one become a member of SAGE? For those who are out there, we've had a lot of people move into the community. I'm sure there's artists involved in that. 
How do they get involved? Well, it, once again, right on our website or come in and talk to us. It's 45 a year for an individual uh, artist or art appreciator, or it's $80 a year for um, the family or business. And so very modest fee. And we, being a member, you get discounts on any of our classes. We try to have member-only specialty events that come up so that we highlight you. Um, and we try to speak to both of our artists and art appreciators as well so that we're, yes, we have a lot of technical classes for the artists, but we're also really expanding on our artist uh, talks and lectures that could speak to the art appreciators as well. Jill, thank you so much for stopping in and speaking with us today. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Well, thank you so much. It's always wonderful for me as well. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Sheridan Chess Association. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Potter River Basin Trout Unlimited will be receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Ian. We're with Rooted in Wyoming. Please consider sponsoring Rooted's collaborative programming. You can also bid on fabulous items in our online auction. It's open now through September 23rd. Go to rootedinwyoming.org. With your generous support, Rooted can continue working with dozens of partners to improve access to locally grown food for Wyoming families. Thank you. into wellness with Atlas Chiropractic and the healing touch of Dr. Colin Hardy. As the leaves change, so can your approach to health. Dr. Hardy is dedicated to the transformative power of chiropractic care during this vibrant season of change. Whether you're seeking relief from seasonal discomfort or wish to elevate your overall wellness, Atlas Chiropractic is your haven. Their tailored treatments backed by years of experience ensure that you're not just surviving, you're thriving. Don't let discomfort hold you back. Embrace life's beauty to the fullest. Go to visit Dr. Colin Hardy and welcome the fall season with open arms and a healthy spine. Call 672-6000 for an appointment. 672-6000. Atlas Chiropractic. Nurturing your well-being one adjustment at a time. September signals the perfect time to hit the road, so don't search any further than Waring Sheridan Chevrolet, your choice for the latest and coolest vehicles. Waring Chevrolet is welcoming a fresh wave of the newest and most impressive new Chevrolet models, from the rugged Silverado to the spacious Suburban and everything in between, like the sleek Tahoe, versatile Traverse, bold Trailblazer. With their selection of new inventory, discover the Waring way of buying vehicles. 107 East Outs are online, WaringSheridan.com. 
The total store remodel is underway at Legacy Diamond and Gems. They are open at a temporary location, 17 East Lauk Street, between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. Legacy Diamond and Gems will continue their full-service jewelry and watch repair and personalized custom designs from their two graduate bench jewelers. You can also set up an appointment to view inventory from other departments. Legacy Diamond and Gems will reopen soon. In the meantime, visit online at LegacyDiamondGems.com or stop by 17 East Lauks in Sheridan. Magic Melanie here with First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda, and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. Washington? Is that Denver, James? Um, who cares? No. Uh, <laughs> Denver, oh, I guess. This will be the nap game. The nap game? Yeah. Okay. The to- this is a toilet bowl of the week game. <laughs> um, this will be the last, if they lose, this will be the last time I picked Denver all season. This will be it. Can we mark that? Yep, i never fair. Mark the date. If they lose this week to Washington, I'm never picking them again. Magic. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence of this one as well. I'm going to say Denver right now, but I might switch. I'm going Denver. You know, they didn't play half bad. And it's a they didn't play half good. Is that home, so. <laughs> Yeah. That too. Hey, it's Desperado Dave with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. You can't win if you don't play. This week's prize is a $100 bowling party to Cloud Peak Lanes. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. It's time to cowboy up and register for the annual Wolf Creek Wrangle Trail Run. Race day is September 16th. You can run, hike, or participate virtually in a 5-mile, 7-mile, half-marathon, or 30K. Hosted by the historic Eaton's Ranch, and all proceeds benefit Habitat for Humanity. Spots are limited, so register at runwolfcreekwrangle.com. This race brought to you by Fremont Toyota of Sheridan and sponsored in part by Sheridan Media and Sheridan County Travel and Tours. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. The game of chess can be traced back nearly 1,500 years uh, to its earliest known predecessor called, and I I, I might slaughter this because it's an Indian word, Chaturuga, and this developed in India. Now, over time, it spread throughout the world, and the game evolved roughly into its current form by about 1500 for the second part of our show this morning i am joined by dan casey and mac mclaughlin from the sheridan chess association good morning dan and mac how are you good morning good morning now uh I'll, I'll start over here with you dan when was the first time you can remember sitting down to a chessboard uh, that's a good question i remember it very distinctly uh, my parents ran a boarding house, and we had a lot of college students. And one of the college students wanted to learn how to play chess, and he figured I'd be a good opponent because I didn't know how to play. And, <laughs> Even ground, right? Yeah, Even ground. And, and he taught me, and it was, it's been an amazing game. It's so much fun to learn. What was it about that interaction? What was it about the game itself where you were like, you know what, I want to do this? You know, it's... Uh, just the whole analytical part of thinking and and it's not really playing the opponent across the table from you but you're actually playing yourself because the challenge within your brain of trying to figure out the moves and visualization consequences it's all all good things to learn and it really affected my life absolutely Uh, how about you mac when was the first time you sat down to a board well uh, as a young uh, kid, probably about eight, ten, I had a younger brother, 
So in our household, chess, uh, we were real competitive uh, back and forth. And, you know, that that really chess grew out of competition to get better. And uh, then we morphed into a chess club at the at the library in, in the town I grew up in. And we'd go there and play on, on evenings. And that was a very vibrant club. And we were two young kids playing against adults at the, at the Carnegie Library in, in Wisconsin. That's fascinating. What was it about the game that really drew you in? Was it the competition? Competition. Of yeah. You know, uh, wanting to win. And then, you know, when you would win against your brother, uh, you know, that always felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I got a brother. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. You'd be able to walk around with some bragging rights oh, for at yeah, least a week. Many times the chess pieces got thrown around the room. <laughs> and, you know, it was... Uh, it was very competitive. <laughs> Night to the eye. Yeah. <laughs> now, when it comes to your favorite aspect of the game, as uh, you've grown, gotten older, gotten better at it, really looked at like the analytical part of it and explored that, what aspect of the game still kind of keeps you with it to this day? Boy, that's a good question. I'd, there's almost an art to chess, and it's the creativity of it. Of, of the moves and visualization of, of seeing things. And uh, that's been a big, big driving force to keep me playing. Yeah. What about you, Mac? Uh, competition. We have a, uh, we're both on the uh, Wyoming chess team and we play other states. And currently we are eight and oh fantastic uh and we've got oh anywhere from at, at any given time when we play other states we'll have from 10 to 20 members playing against 10 to 20 other members on other states uh and then we play locally too we uh thursday nights we'll go down and and, and find a locale and play and then uh, we also play at the ymca uh in the mornings and so you're still in it for that competition aspect of it that's that's really kind of the driving force getting your soldiers out there on the field and winning yeah the day. And, you know the, the thing is and there's online you know opportunities also uh you can find somebody and no matter how good you are you can find somebody your you know your ability if you're not very good yeah you can find somebody if you're really good you can find somebody and you know, it's not fun to lose every game. It's not fun to win every game. Yeah. But if you're, you know, in a game, it's 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 it, it's just fun to really think, you know, and and to really, you know, look at the game. And 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 of course, there's when you do something well, you feel good. You know, uh, boy, I, I I fooled him. You know, yeah. I, I had a checkmate here, and, and he didn't see it, and it, and it developed over a period of about four moves before. Yeah, yeah. When you set that trap and you watch it spring, there's something about it, isn't it? And Dan, with you, when you sit back and look at it, one of the fascinating aspects of chess for me is that even though we've had absolute masters, I mean, we've designed computers to play this game. Uh, I mean, their whole existence is, is due to this game. We're still seeing new things take place. We still have champions that come out of nowhere that surprise us. Uh, and I love that aspect about chess. It's been around for so long. 
but we're still learning new things. Oh, that's a new trap. That's a new way to approach that. That's it's fantastic. Exactly. And I, I think there's just the whole international side of things. No matter where you go in the world, you can play a game of chess. You don't need to speak the language, right? Absolutely. And you, and you look at the players coming out of Africa, out of India, out of China, and, you know, just competition everywhere, which is great. I mean, this is really the world's game, isn't it? You know, and uh, we play a lot on uh, the website chess.com, and you're playing against people in foreign countries, and, uh, you know, that's always interesting. Uh, chess.com will match you. Uh, you have an ELO rating, and it matches you within, you know, 50 points of somebody who is rated close to you. So that's you know the competition there is, is is great you may be playing against somebody in italy or brazil or you know and at any given time there's ten thousand people on that website holy cow so you can find a game anytime and a lot of times i'll be playing you know uh i play every day and you may be on the com i play more games on the computer than i do over a board game yeah absolutely uh that's kind of how I uh, really got into it, I ended up getting just a little CD chess game, Chess Master. And, and boy, once I got on that thing, I couldn't get off. Holy cow. And I mean, it's this addicting. was, yeah, it absolutely is. You know, we've, we've been developing chess here in Sheridan uh, as a community event and teams and stuff for quite a while. And we were up to about 150 chess players uh, in our club right before COVID hit. About 50 uh, youth, and about, or about 100 youth and about 50 kids. And then COVID came along and, um, you know, we kind of shut all that down and we started revamping it back up. And we got into building a chess league here and a board. And from that, we decided to have our first tournament back two years ago. And now it's an annual event. We've had many people come from, what, 20 different states? Matt? Yeah, 20 oh, wow. states, uh, foreign countries. We had a group from Kazakhstan. Right. That's fantastic. And, so, and we have now a big outreach into our schools. So we're doing, uh, yes, just yesterday I dropped off five boards up at the high school. Uh, we're going to be working at the junior high school. we got programs in our elementary schools as well. Five, five elementary schools. That's fantastic. As well as Thursday nights we play uh, down at, uh, and the community is welcome to come Thursday nights at 545 uh, down at Kids Life. Uh, all levels of play. Uh, we're geared toward growth. Yeah. Uh, our, our mission statement, we want to educate uh, kids and, and, and grow the chess game in, in Wyoming. And we've done that. We've got the Wyoming uh, tournament coming up here. Uh, when is it? The 22nd and 23rd. 23rd, 24th. Or 23rd and 24th of this month. And it, for the first time, it'll be in, in uh, Sheridan. And last year it was in Cheyenne, I believe, and they had 13 people. We should have close to 40. Oh, we had 102 people at our May, uh, why uh, our main uh, tournament uh, yep. that we had. Yep, 102. And we plan to grow it this May coming up next year. 
uh, fourth and fifth, we're going to shoot for about 140 players from around the world. That's amazing. Let's talk about the State of Wyoming Championship Tournament coming up. So this is happening the 23rd, 24th. Where and what time is that going to be taking place? That's going to start at the Ramada Inn. It'll be uh, Saturday on the 23rd. It'll probably start about 9 a.m. I don't know the start time exactly, but you can get onto our website at SheridanChess.com. And you get all the details there. The public is invited to uh, come and watch and also come and play. There are some requirements to have a United States Chess Federation ID, and there are some tournament fees, but we do have some scholarships to help people that need the money. Oh, that's that's great. Now, as far as competition goes, what are we going to be seeing? How uh, Are we going to have multiple games going all at once? Yes, and this is for the state championship. I think there'll be different brackets, uh, if I remember how this is going to go correctly. So there'll be an upper-end bracket so that all the top players get a chance to play each other and figure out who's the state champion. (laughs) Now there's some bragging rights, right? Are you both involved in that? We're both going to be playing. We're both going to be competitors. Okay. Now, uh, how do the eliminations work? Because I know that there's a special type of elimination uh, uh, in, in some tournaments, but not all. Well, it's going to be based on points. So <clears throat> there's no real elimination on this one. It's going to be who ends up with the most points. So every win, you get a point, and every buy, you get a half a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the tournament will be the winner. And it could be a tie, you know, uh, but probably very unlikely that uh, someone's going to, two people will go undefeated. I think the way we designed it, that, that somebody's going to be a standing winner. Now, when it comes to the Sheridan Chess Club, you guys are going to be holding preparation and practice classes, correct? Yeah, that's uh, Kids Life, uh, 545 uh, on Thursdays. And uh, we have free pizza. Uh, Powder River Pizza has uh, graciously given us pizza for the full year. Uh, we have a great group of people down there, uh, kids of all ages, adults, uh, all levels of play, uh, just a great camaraderie of people. And that's part of our, uh, our our mission is to just grow chess in, you know, Sheridan, in Wyoming. And we know that the kids are, are, are one of the main groups of people that we can use to, to grow chess with. Yeah. And we've had, uh, oh, we've had great support from the community, uh, you know, to, to help us. We've had to buy chess boards. We've had to buy chess clocks. We've got 100 boards, 50 clocks uh we've got a great library one of the largest chess libraries in america what is it dan how many 1300 books yeah 1300 books and dvds at the sheridan fulmer library here and we've uh also reached out to all the other chess clubs within wyoming and told them about our great collection that we have so they can have access to it as well Sheridan's definitely, definitely on the map, uh, Wyoming and nationally. I mean, a lot of people know about Sheridan chess, and that was non-existent uh, five years ago. Yeah, one of the premier magazines, American Chess, did a real nice article on us the last issue about our last tournament, and um, they did one last year as well. So here at little tiny town of Sheridan's getting, you know, premier coverage in the, probably the world's leading chess magazine. That's amazing. And and it, the Sheridan Chess Club really accomplished all this within five years. Oh, the growth has been phenomenal, but we couldn't have done it without public support. Uh, we've had a lot of people step up. Uh, foundations have given us 
uh, and we have given back to the community also through uh, you know the school districts we're exposing you know so many kids and so many people to chess and that's that's our mission statement we want to grow but uh, Dan how many people when we took the Grandmaster to the uh, junior high oh gosh we, we went to the elementary schools the junior high overall over in front of a thousand kids we brought a grandmaster out and we ran them around like like a baton and a baton race <laughs> one person next to one school that poor guy didn't get five minute break all day long <laughs> that's uh, we good to front, hear yeah we were in front of over a thousand thousand students with him and he even played blindfolded in one of the classrooms and it was neat to see how it, incredible is yeah. that and his story was amazing he was born in cuba and uh you know, become one of the top chess players in the world. And so same with his sister. His sister's, I think, the Mexican state female champion. So uh, living in Mexico now. So. It's just amazing, you know, the, the chess community uh, knows Sheridan. I mean, uh, you know, in, in America, they know about the Sheridan tournament every spring. Yeah. You know, and Wyoming, they know Sheridan is the chess capital of Wyoming. And we have just had phenomenal growth. We, we, we've really taken off, and we want to keep it going. We Absolutely. want to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And those kids, that's, that's how kids, we're going to do it. That's the secret. You know? you know, if you can get the kids involved. And, and, and we hope, you know, someday maybe we could even have a, a master or grandmaster come out of, you know, one of the, you know, kids that we are, are tutoring. Yeah. You know, give them the opportunity through the library, through the, the games, through the tutoring, through the playing, you know, with uh, the older adults. Uh, integrate them. Get them, you know. We've got kids down there, first grade kids playing against a uh, you know, a 65 year old man. That's you know? amazing. <laughs> that's that's yeah. great. Yeah, that is it, great. Some of these kids just take right to it. Oh, there's they? some kids, believe me, if you want a game, we, we've got a couple of young kids that will give you a phenomenal game. A game and a half. You know, there's so many benefits of, of playing chess, and a lot of people think of it, oh, it's just another game like Monopoly or Parcheesi or something, but it really develops your brain. Yeah. So your brain's almost like a muscle. The more you use it, the more the stronger it is. So it helps develop perspective, it helps improves memory, deepens focus, elevates creativity, boosts planning skills, increases self-awareness, and also protects against dementia. So um, for seniors, you have uh, using that brain is helps protect your brain. And for kids, the ability to, to learn other skills after playing chess is, is phenomenal. It's a board game, you know, and it's not a video game. And, you know, those darn video games, chess is just a different, uh, no electronic, uh, you know, aspect to board it. game. Yeah, you can sit down with anybody and play a good game of chess at any point, as Very long as wholesome. you've got, uh, yeah. you know, a board in the back or something. Most recently, I, did, I, I taught my wife how to play chess uh, oh, not very long Bring her ago. down Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> She'd probably do pretty well. She almost beat me the first game. I realized about halfway through, I better start paying attention. I'm, <laughs> I'm falling behind. But uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you both for coming in this morning, speaking with me about this amazing game. Looking forward to that fantastic tournament. And we want to thank our donors and the support we've got from the community, and we're always looking for more and more people to come and play. Absolutely. It's there, folks. Uh, Sheridan Chess, uh, our website, 
SheridanChess.com, and we also have a Sheridan Facebook page, Sheridan Chess. All right. Thank you both so much, and uh, good luck in the tournament, both of you. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Potter River Basin Trout Unlimited will be receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. At Shipton's Big R, we're having a fall sale, which also includes a hunting sales event. Come in this Saturday and enjoy delicious brats, a bag of chips, and a soft drink at all stores, all for 50 cents. Proceeds go to 4-H, and you can register to win some fantastic prizes, including a $700 Kodiak gun safe, Vortex rifle scopes, lacrosse hunting boots, and $250 firearm gift cards. It's a fall sale loaded with savings. $40 off Ruger American Rifles in all calibers. 10% off all center fire rifle ammo in stock. 15% off Rocky Mountain Game Calls. Counter Assault Bear Spray now on sale just $32.99. Check out special prices on rangefinders, rifle scopes, and elk game bags. How about shopping for some things that taste good, like black rifle coffee, dots, cinnamon sugar pretzels, caramel and s'mores twin bings, five pound bags of salted peanuts on sale, $8.99. It's fall, and this is a fall and hunting sale going on right now at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. If you've been thinking about getting a new pickup truck, we have just the vehicle for you. The new Honda Ridgeline is great on and off-road with 280 horsepower, all-wheel drive, and the capability to tow up to 5,000 pounds. Can a Ridgeline tow that Talon I've been eyeballing? It sure can. The Ridgeline also has the two-way functioning tailgate, meaning the tailgate can fold down and swing open for easy access to the storage trunk in the bed. Come check it out yourself. Visit Sheridan Honda today. ERA Carroll Realty, Wyoming Corporate Office, and First Federal Savings Bank ask you to help them fill the bus with food for the food group and the 700 school children assisted with weekend meals. It's as easy as shopping at Albertsons while the food group bus is there Saturday, September 23rd, and at Ridley's on September 30th. Then donating a food item from the food list found on SheridanMedia.com. Cash donations are always welcome. Come on, Sheridan, help fill the bus for the food group, making a difference one kid at a time. It's time to cowboy up and register for the annual Wolf Creek Wrangle Trail Run. Race day is September 16th. You can run, hike, or participate virtually in a 5-mile, 7-mile, half marathon, or 30K. Hosted by the historic Eaton's Ranch and all proceeds benefit Habitat for Humanity. Spots are limited, so register at runwolfcreekwrangle.com. This race brought to you by Fremont Toyota of Sheridan and sponsored in part by Sheridan Media and Sheridan County Travel and Tours. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan.